The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, and thank you for joining in for another episode of the BGN special. I am your host, Rachel Prevet, and this episode is brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, six-time Pro Bowler and Super Bowl champion, defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles, Fletcher Cox. Thank you so much for joining me, Fletcher. I really appreciate it. How are you feeling today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing really, really good. And you're joining us on behalf of the Tide and the NFL Turn to Cold campaign in efforts to dramatically reduce greenhouse gas emissions and help consumers save money while also providing a great clean. So why is this campaign so important to you? It's very important. Um, as I, you know, I've stressed and uh, I've talked to them. Number one, I'm very happy to be a part and, and, and partnering with Ty, uh, the whole, you know, hashtag turn to cold. Um, and, uh, you know, a few reasons when this opportunity was brought to me, uh, you know, I was, you know, kind of blown away by it of, uh, you know, trying to save the planet and, you know, just, um, just saving energy, you know, saving, um, you know, saving a couple of dollars on the, you know, your light bill and, you know, you know, just, just a lot of things, you know, again, just, just trying to save the planet by turning the code. But, uh, I mean, I'm excited about the opportunity and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so dialed in on it and, uh, you know, now you really look at it and, and, you know, you really won't, you know, to wash your, um, you know, turn the cold and wash everything in cold water. And you're also the voice of a limited edition Tide cold washer machine. It's the first ever talking machine. How cool is that? And like, what was that experience like? I'm assuming recording it behind the scenes. Oh, obviously, it's definitely a different experience for me. Um, and if anybody to win, go to Tide.com um, to win one of these uh, one of these talking washers with your boy name on it, with your boy <laughs> voice on it, Fletcher. Uh, my voice on it. When you go to wash your clothes, I'm sure everybody get excited about it to hear my voice of their favorite eagle uh, when they get ready to wash their clothes. So that's another cool thing about it. Yes. So to all you listeners, you have until October 5th to enter into the draw, the giveaway, and you could win yourself a talking Fletcher Cox uh, washing machine. So that's super, super cool. But we're going to dive into it, you know, talk a little bit about the Eagles, talk about your experience in the league so far. So first question I have for you is, as a 10-year veteran in the league, you still look fresh, you still look hungry, you still look aggressive, and you're definitely one of the best linemen in the game. So what would you say has been your secret sauce? Like, what has helped you been able to maintain in the league for 10 years? I think the biggest thing in the last couple of years is, you know, I just kind of been, uh, you know, just telling myself, just know who you are. Um, when I say that, you know, 
it's just knowing who you are, uh, you know, knowing that, you know, hey, look, you know, um, you know, you're getting, you know, to so many years in your career, um, you got to, you know, do different things, approach things different ways and, you know, um, take care of your body a different way. Uh, the way you approach the game the weekly in and out, you know, honing in on, you know, what's important, honing in on your training, honing in on your diet. And for me, is um, I think that's the biggest thing for me, um, you know, just being a great leader, uh, you know, communicating with my teammates and, you know, and, and those type of things, having fun with it. And those type of things right there just carry on over to, to the practice fields and also on game day. And you're a contributor, a huge contributor to this team, but you're also a leader to this team. And you guys have a fairly young team so far. So what's it been like mentoring some of the younger players, in, including your cousin, um, rookie running back, Kenny Gainwell? Well, just going around and just getting to know him, you know, uh, just kind of, you know, talking to everybody, just talking to the guys, the younger guys and, this, you know, if you see somebody at the breakfast table or the lunch table, or dinner table, you know, that, you, that I haven't talked to, I go sit down and have a conversation with that rookie, you know, just sit down and, you know, because they don't expect it. They, they, you know, some some guys don't think, you know, think that uh, he's been around for a while. You know, he ain't messed with me. I'm a rookie. Well, I don't approach things that way. Uh, I, just, I just sit down and just have a conversation with him. And it got to be about football. It can be about life, where you're from, you know, you know, where'd you play college ball? How's your family? You know, you know, you have any kids, you know, just things like that. And I think that's more important. Um, to connect with him that way, to connect with them that way, than always talking ball to him. And I and think I that's they, important. I'm sure they appreciate that greatly. And speaking about just like the locker room in itself, what would how would you describe the vibe in the locker room? Would you say that this is a vibe of a Super Bowl caliber team? I think we just got to take it one game, one game at a time. I mean, we won the first game, lost the second game. And the biggest thing for now is how do we respond? How do we how do we respond as a team? Um, how do we respond as a team after a loss, um, after, you know, how a hard fought, fought battle, you know, he lost a close game. You know, um, we know that there was chances in that there was times in the game where we could have, you know, kind of sealed the deal. But obviously the, the 49ers won. Um, how do we respond, you know, going into a Monday night game? There's going to be a lot of guys first time, uh, you know, the rookies, especially, you know, uh, playing the Monday night game. Um, and the, the second year guys from last year playing the Monday night game, you know, with fans and, uh, for them, it's just, you know, it's going to be how focused can we be? Uh, and I know that Coach Sirianni and, uh, and and that organization will do a great job of keeping their, keeping everybody focused, but at the same time knowing that what we have to do to take care of business on Monday. Going into Monday's game against the Cowboys, both teams are one and one, and this is a huge rivalry game. We all know that. Going into this game, how do you block out all of the outside noise and just focus Know what's important. Knowing what's important, and what's important is everybody in that Novacare building, everybody that that that's in those meetings, uh, and you know, and going out, taking it on the field again, and knowing what's important, you know, knowing the game plan, you know, knowing what we need to do to win, knowing the keys to victory, and uh, for us to do that and block the outside noise out, and which, which is all becomes a distraction when you let that inside of the building. Um, so just gotta block it out. You know, know what's important, know who's important to us, and just make it about us and not about anybody else. You're under the leadership of a first-time rookie head coach. How would you compare him to some of the other coaches that you've had in the past? And what's so different about his coaching style? I mean, I think Doug was a first-time head coach, uh, mm -hmm. and you know everything was good. Um, and you know, to to you know, it's just, it's just you know, being able to communicate with the players and getting to know players. Uh, coach Sarah Young the same way. You know, obviously, I wasn't I wasn't here doing a lot of the offseason things, and me and, me and coach, me and Nick had to you know get that that trust, that knowing each other 
and everything, you know, even Coach Gannon and, you know, Coach Rock, my position coach, just knowing each other, getting to know each other, you know, knowing what each other like. And if, but at the end of the day, I have to have the respect that I have to know that he's my coach and I'm the player. So I still have to do what, you know, what's, what's asked of me. But getting to know each other, man, um, getting to know each other and, uh, you know, just communicating and uh, everybody been on the same page and just being a leader when I have to be a leader, which is which is all the time. So um, that's, I think that's the most important thing. You work extremely close with Javon Hargrave, and I definitely feels like he's one of the underrated players. But how have you seen him stepping up this season? Yeah, I mean, um, number one, I, I think I've said this uh, since uh, training camp and, you know, now into the second week that the biggest thing for Hargrave, he's healthy. I think last year he he had a couple of little dings and and um, that kind of you know you get to, to a new team and you know you had you know like two injuries and you know it's kind of you know you kind of working your way into things but now he's healthy and you know we we talk a lot uh, me and Hargrave talk a lot about you know just everything you know we talk about um, just timing on everything now that we're getting those reps and practice together you know he's healthy I'm healthy we're getting those reps and practice we we can communicate. Um, you know, in the meeting room or things that we're seeing or on the sideline and things that we're seeing um, and how do we want to attack it or how do we want to present it to coach that how do we think we should attack it, which is always good. Um, and that, that's, that's, that's been the biggest part of it. I know stepping away from football, I noticed that you're really into hunting and fishing. How did you get into that? And um, what's that experience like, like having a passion outside of football? I mean, you got to have something to do, you know, um, you know, outside of football. Um, and, you know, um, you know, the hunting fishing deal is uh, the stuff, the things that I love to do. And another thing that, you know, a lot of people know that I, I own a race team. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, all those things, it kind of keeps you busy. It kind of keeps your mind off of football. You know, it, it keeps you, you know, um, I think dealing with, you know, instead of living, I look at it, instead of living a celebrity life all the time, you go live with, you know, you be with normal people, you be everyday people. And you know, I think that's the biggest thing for me. You go ahead, get to go have fun and enjoy times with other people that enjoy, enjoy being with you or being around you. Uh, and that's the biggest thing for me, you know, uh, just the outside life, outside of football and get your mind off things and be mentally ready, obviously, when it's time to go play ball. And lastly, I wanted to do a speed round of questions is just for the fans to get to know you a little bit better. So I'm just going to ask you a couple questions really quickly, and then we're going to move on to the next one. So pretty light, pretty fun. Um, first question, do you have a go-to game day warm-up song or artist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it. Jeezy. Gangsta music. Hey. <laughs> okay. Favorite flavor of Gatorade? G2. Blue G2. Favorite place to vacation? Uh, I would say Turks and Caicos because I went twice this year. Hey, okay. And what did you do while you were in Turks and Caicos? Turks and Caicos. I just relaxed. <laughs> okay. I relaxed. I went to a couple of food spots and just relaxed. Me and my girlfriend went there and uh, okay. we just cleared out. Do you have a go-to home-cooked meal that you love? Go-to home-cooked meal? Yeah. Uh, grilled pork chop, macaroni. And any uh, any type of uh, like asparagus or uh, beans or uh, um, anything dealing with that. Okay. I mean green beans, not baked beans. Green beans. Okay. Would you consider yourself a oh. early? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I would say I throw some rice aroni in there every now and again. Hey, rice aroni. Okay. <laughs> would you consider yourself an early bird or a night owl? Early bird. I'm up when the sun come up. Okay. A show that you're currently binging. I don't binge anything. Okay. What about a movie? Any movies that you're like, that you recently watched? Uh, 
I can't remember the movie that I recently watched. Nah, my favorite movie is Gone in 60 Seconds. Okay. Okay. What age did you start playing football? I was in eighth grade when I first started playing football. And have you always played the position of defensive tackle? No, I, flag football, I played contact football in eight and started playing contact. And uh, flag football, I was a quarterback. And no, I played offensive guard, little defensive end, D-tackle, and some uh, some linebacker stuff in, in middle school. But it really wasn't that important. Okay. All right. So experience in a whole bunch of different positions. Very nice. Yeah. And last question, um, a career field that you would choose if you weren't a professional football player? A uh, career field that I would choose? Yes. If I wasn't a football player? <laughs> um, being, being grown up around my brother, my brother was a, a mechanic, so I'd probably be a mechanic, like working on cars and things like that. Okay. I saw the video of you and you were talking about how you like to get hands in with like the pit. So. Oh, yeah. yeah I love doing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's, that's important. That's, that's a fun, that's fun though. And it's important, but it's a fun also. And I've seen that a lot of the crew members, the pit crew members are former football players, but yeah. thank you. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate right, it. Um, and you guys can like subscribe, tune in for this episode. Uh, thank you so much, Fletcher Cox.